What a what a buzzkill. Hello and welcome back to the Buzzkill podcast. No, uh, well, you, yeah, Epic, welcome back to the Epic Epoch podcast. We had some technical difficulties getting this set up, but we are on episode 40. I am your host, Perry the Pig. With me as always is my co-host, Dreadful. Dread, welcome back. Hello, this is Dread from Invisible Builds. And in today's video topic, sadly, due to a lot of technical difficulties, my camera is gone. But I am here. I am the cameraman this time around. We're going to be talking about the new skills Gathering Storm, Tempest Strike, and Healing Hands. They look really hype. We're going to have some fun, aren't we, Perry? We we are going to have fun. This is a great time to remind you at the very beginning of the podcast that Dread and I will both be guest starring on another podcast tomorrow afternoon we'll be joining catmaster op and baylor mage from the world of path of exile joining them on the faded connections podcast we'll be over there talking about some last epoch stuff getting ready for some hype for the 1.0 launch which is on the 21st of this month for last epoch and they are very interested in playing this game as well so we got two podcasts in two days you're in luck Hopefully, uh, I'll be significantly less opaque for that. <laughs> so, uh, if you're on Spotify, you don't know what's going on. But for YouTube audience, we uh, we had to figure out how to share the screen to get all this stuff here. Uh, when you are looking at the Gathering Storm uh, dev post and the Healing Hands dev post on lastepoch.com, the videos consume a ton of bandwidth. So, in order for me to stream... Uh, on OBS and like have my own camera and Dread's camera and load all of those videos that are on a continuous loop, uh, it consumed way too much and it made the stream look very pixelated. So instead, we are sacrificing Dread. Dread, thank you. Welcome. And instead doing this. So it's it's working out so far. We'll hope that it uh, that it actually works. All right, so we can start this off by uh, what have you been up to this week, Perry? I've been putting together my my beginner build guides and we don't have patch notes yet. And I kind of hate making build guides before patch notes, but I'm mm -hmm. making a like 14 super simple non mid max build planners. And you should see the title of the document. I think you've already seen it. Oh, yeah. the title, the title of my document for my for the for the like beginner build guides I'm putting out is uh, beginner build guides for beginners who demand build guides, even though beginners don't need build guides. This isn't Path of Exile. I've been hurt before, too. I know, but it's OK now, I promise. So that that might be the actual like uh, title of the video when it goes out. Maybe I have to trim it a little bit, but something like that. So what you could do is with YouTube now, you can actually put the title, like half the title, and then the other half can go in the description and it'll show right under the title now. Oh, that's like cute. Look for a video. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe it will. It maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so what have I been up to? What are I you up to? Been, I have been making a lot of like builds and work because you know of course what else am i going to do while i wait right like recently we just showcased a uh judgment one hit like one hit judgment build it's like 32 million that's, that's king's build dummy. right yep that's king's build and it three tapped t4 jurla and like one taps like all the other monolith bosses is great uh before that we played the wrong warp poison wandering spirits glitch where we convert wandering spirits to poison damage over time spell. And we scaled that to the moon and we were like blasting with that as not getting, only getting ready fast. for the introduction of the poison overload in warlock. Oh yeah. Cool. Oh cool. yeah. That's I like insane. It. Yeah. That's insane. Hopefully that gets nerfed. Cause otherwise like I'll be like quintupling my damage. We'll see. Uh, and then, after that, there was like uh, some rebuke shenanigans with, uh, you know, manifest armor. It's like boring. Uh, then I updated cold dot werebear with the staff because I hit uh, I hit the cold dot staff with like Ellie dot, which was funny. Uh, so Beautiful. I was like, sure, why not? 
And then I did like the spark charge man. So speaking of the spark charge mana strike build, uh, remember when like the spark charge enigma, uh, like fragment of the enigma came out and you and I both were like, oh, wow. Like we're just going to play mana strike with it. How boring and unoriginal. Right. And we never actually played it. No one else played it either. Apparently we, we thought that someone else was going to play it, but no one else ended up playing it. So I was like, mana oh, strike. Wow. Yeah. The mana strike version. I yeah. mean, no one, I, no one I, played I, it. I, I played it. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I, I couldn't find any videos on it. You need to oh. fix your SEO, sir. <laughs> and then we played Lightning Blast right before that. Uh, mm -hmm. Self-cast Lightning Blast, which is actually somewhat viable thanks to uh, the Frostwall shenanigans. Actually felt really strong, uh, unironically. And that's pretty much it for uh, last week. That's what I've been up to. A lot of work. It's like a dream come true. It's weird to think that like 1.0 is actually just right around the corner, right? Like We've been doing oh, yeah. this Literally, for... Like I've been days. doing this for like what, two or three years. You've been doing it longer than that? four to five ish years now it'll be like Holy i think dude. five years in march i think mm -hmm. so yeah so that entire time two things have been true one shaman's been garbage yep that is correct well, and okay to be fair <laughs> there has been like some niche shaman resurgence ever since stuff like frostbite shackles came out sure but other than that yeah shaman's been all right so so before we get sidetracked like okay so shaman's been garbage been a meme kept a strike garbage the whole time and Healing Hands has also been a meme because it doesn't have a skill tree. I've technically yep. seen someone on stream using Healing Hands as like a brand new player. And like, I didn't have the heart to tell. This was like a year ago at this point. But I didn't have yeah. the heart to tell them like, you're what literally what are you doing? Like, I used it one time, but in like a uh, April Fool's video. Mm -hmm. I remember so, that. so with... <sighs> I, I didn't want to segue immediately. But okay, so you said like every once in a while there's a shaman build. And there's there's this maxroll.gg website that some of you know about. And I, I do feel as though maxroll.gg did a disservice to the community. And like, it wasn't oh, their really? fault. Yeah, I do. I do feel this way. I think they did a disservice to the community. But it's, it's also the community's fault because the community can't read. Because <laughs> I also can't. None of us can read. We all play action RPGs. Not a single one of us has literacy. But Wait, I'm not aware of this. So they about? made a uh, they made a ranking. They made a tier list of all the masteries. Uh -oh, oh my god, not this. And again. in the tier list of the not masteries, they they put like they put like shaman at the bottom, and they put like spellblade at the bottom. And it's like, oh, that must mean spellblade's garbage. It's like, no, you should really read what the tier list is about, because like you you see the masteries, and you think that it's like, oh, every spellblade build is better. Every shaman build is better. Like that's not what it's saying. It's saying like the the breadth and the depth of builds and how many different builds and like the skill expression and like oh like is the is the design of the mastery good and the design of shaman is garbage and the design of forge guard is garbage and the design of spellblade is pretty bad but there are still good builds there so like when we say the shaman <laughs> is garbage we don't mean like oh like dread and perry think that thorn totem is bad no thorn totem is like an s tier build stop it yeah what we mean is Everything else substantially okay, drops right. off. You know, quality. you know what's bad about shaman playing the what? thorn totem shaman build and only having like thirty points in the shaman tree. Okay, that's the yes. Oh, because what do you do with the other points? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> agree with you. Okay, so that that little mini rant on the side. We now have gathering storm, which is a completely new skill that takes the place of ice thorns, which is like uh, also a huge meme. No one ever uses ice one. We have Gathering Storm, brand yeah. new skill. We have Tempest Strike as a reworked skill. 
it used to be a meme because it didn't scale with the tax speed and there's a menagerie of other issues with it as well if you're watching live you're on twitch we also have exclamation point tempest strike and all of the grievances are listed there against tempest strike in case you'd like to look at those and then last but not least we have the addition of a skill tree to healing hand healing hand healing hands i don't know if it's plural or not sometimes it's plural sometimes it's not plural uh, but it's the new uh, skill tree added to the beginning of the Paladin skill tree, just five points back in. It just dropped today. We were just taking a look at this a couple uh, a couple of minutes ago here on my stream. And uh, it looks awesome. So we have Gathering Storm, Tempest Strike, and Healing Hands. Dread, what do you want to talk about first? What do we want to talk about? All right. So due to some developments recently about my behavior... I have been told that I am too negative sometimes. So in this case, what we're going to do is every single time I bring up something negative, I'm going to bring up something positive as well. Ooh. So we should just start with uh, the thing, the really big positive in the room here. And I think that's Gathering Storm. Mm. Do you want to explain what Gathering Storm is while I bring up the footage? Yeah, yeah. So Gathering Storm is a brand new skill. And I, 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 I did a little bit of clickbaiting on the YouTube side. I described I it as hilarious. new Shadow Daggers. And is it going to be as strong? Probably not, because Shadow Daggers scale with a million percent damage effectiveness, and they scale off of everything, and they proc all the time, because Umbral Blades open. So probably not going to be as strong as Umbral Blades, but Umbral, sorry, not Umbral Blades, Shadow Daggers. Shadow Daggers, for a Blade Dancer, for a Rogue, is one of these skills that kind of permeates multiple skills. It's, it's like a sub-skill, it's a sub-skill that procs another sub-skill, but it permeates multiple skills, and it kind of ties the room together, and it gives you like a cohesive vision of what your character could be doing. Like you click on the shadow dagger thing here, you click on the shadow dagger thing here, and like it, it defines how you're building your character. And it's not just skill A does damage, skill B is movement skill, skill skill C is uh, defensive skill. So it gives you some cohesion across all of those. And gathering storm is a melee attack. You could turn it into a spell, but when you attack an enemy with a melee skill, you gain a little charge. And after one second, that charge goes off and it deals a little zap of lightning damage. It reminds me just a tiny bit of maybe using Static Strike in the world of Path of Exile, if you played that game before. Like, you you hit an enemy with a melee attack, and then the spell thing happens as well. And it looks like it has tons of little synergies. It looks like the Shaman Skill Tree, which also has uh, nodes in it for procking random lightning bolts that aren't connected to anything, and they don't really deal damage, and they have no more multipliers those nodes in the mastery are instead going to proc the lightning proc of gathering storm using the gathering storm skill tree and that opens up a ton of possibilities we don't have the skill tree yet all we have are like these ideas and these nodes that they floated by it so far and it looks awesome i cannot wait for the 19th for the patch notes i think we're going to get the uh the skill trace at that point yeah i love how you went on like a three minute like like a diatribe about gathering uh, storm and how you love it and, and i'm just gonna be like i love gathering storm because when i'm level two to three to four i have a usable skill <laughs> i i'm a huge enjoyer of usable skills we, we i don't i don't know if you have the you're, i don't know if you're in on this joke but we talk about acid flask oh yeah. acid flask acid flask is a great skill it really is I, until you get literature it's literally a good thing. it's good for like level five until about level six you know like for yeah. one level acid flask is a great skill it does all kinds of damage to one or two monsters yeah. you know 
and uh, I think Gathering Storm is definitely a, a great addition. I think it, it's a gigantic flavor win when I think of Shaman. Mm, think of like absolutely storms, right? I think of Gathering Storm now, uh -huh. and it's definitely going to be very fun to play around with. I can't wait to play uh, a Beastmaster with aspect of the uh, shark and all the melee attack speed and go ham with it. That will be a mm -hmm. very entertaining build. Or, or try Plus, to proc it while you're transformed or turn it into a yeah. spell. Yeah, totally. So we can talk about the first few things that they brought up. So the first thing that you can do is you can actually convert the storm bolts into a cold AOE. And this cold AOE converts all of your shock chants into, uh, you know, frostbite chants. We always love those all conversions instead of just some of it, right? We, we love that because it means that we can do a lot of shenaniganry in regards to, you know, uh, Scaling, so we can get like shock chance from like Lagan and actually get frostbite chance, right? That's really good stuff like that. So it turns it into like a little like AOE thing there, and it also uh, a note after it allows you to scale cold penetration with frostbite per attunement instead of of course uh, instead of the flat damage. So actually, something that we forgot to mention is Gathering Storm is entering the same kind of field of skills like uh, Devouring Orb where it's flat damage scales with your uh, attributes. So in this case, Gathering Storm gets like two flat spell lightning, I think, or it's like one or two, I can't remember, uh, something like that, uh, per point of attunement, which means that you can scale attunement flat. There's finally a reason to be scaling attunement outside of uh, you know other reasons, right? You can finally scale that into damage and utilize it properly, right? Which is great. But instead, for this now, what we're going to get is we're going to get some cold pen with attunement. Because is it, is this it is instead really cool. or is it in addition to? It's in, it's, I think uh, it says, uh, it seems like it's so, it's, uh, uh, uh -huh. no, it just, it just says on top of it. Okay, that's cool. Ooh, okay, okay. Okay, cool. I mean, I don't think you'd use both, obviously. Sure. But uh, just having more nodes like this makes the the snowdrift boots feel much better in my opinion as uh this will like for instance let's assume that you wanted to play like a frostbite like shaman of some sort or like a beast master now you have an out to play as like gathering storm early on and then swap into snowdrifts later and even then you can still you know get a decent amount of scaling from all your free attunement right and this means that you can just start playing frostbite you know like frostbite freaking uh what is uh got frostbite gathering storm oh my god i'm dying but yeah just just having that ability to be able to just start as frostbite instead of having to wait for a unique pair of yeah. boots or anything like that that's that's amazing All can right, i can right. i float something by you real quick yeah of course like we're talking about attunement and my brain was like yeah you know if you stack attunement and you're playing a druid you can get a critical strike avoidance per attunement mm -hmm. as well and it's like i was thinking isn't there something else that scales off attunement i popped open the swarm blade form skill tree says you and your locusts have a higher chance of freezing enemies per point of attunement. You already get freeze rate multiplier per attunement in Swarm. Yeah, that's going to make uh, that's going to make this interesting. Oh, oh, attunement seems really good. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, well, that's if you can proc this inside a Swarm Blade form. Obviously. You bet your ass I'm going to try to. That sounds really yeah. strong. OK, mm -hmm. yeah, and that's that's going to be great right now. Yeah, that, that's all great. And I like how it's generic, too. Uh, it's just generic. So the melee attack and the cold spell hit both do it, right? Mm -hmm. That's cool. So you get two hits instead of just one, which is always good when you're playing an ailment kind of build because uh, you just want as many hits as possible. That's like a good way of scaling your damage. But yeah, that's like the first node. Now you get to explain the next node. 
Oh, let's see. Scrolling down here. It was range. Oh, you really gave me a doozy. Okay, great. So yeah. range spell conversion. So if you use a staff, you can turn into a spell instead of a melee attack. That's pretty cool. Uh, most staves have minus three mana cost. Not all, but most staves have minus three mana cost. So it means instead of a plus six mana cost, it goes from zero to six. Minus three is three. And a three mana cost is definitely something that's very spammable. So like if you wanted to build a bunch of cast speed and have a three mana cost on your ranged spell... Uh, gathering storm it seems like something that's like totally appropriate yeah and that's definitely low enough that like you can but it's only a staff use... yeah it's uh... only a staff sadly yeah that is that is the requirement because I the next understand... node my thing with it is like why is it with the staff right and the spell mana costs on top of that you know what i mean like it could have been either one but why both right obviously there might be a unique staff that makes this cool who knows right now our unique staffs right now that we have access to are very poor for this specific thing maybe we get a unique staff and Paris just sitting there like oh boy oh boy i can't wait to show them oh boy oh boy you know <laughs> but yeah uh yeah we'll see if we get any unique staffs that actually uh, synergize with this but overall i think a staff is fine because you can get a lot of cast speed on a staff mm -hmm. right and a dragon staff is a good option and like oh well, dragon staff think, uh, dragon staff doesn't have the minus three mana cost oh i mean yeah i, I guess you do something else then at that point but, but yeah. I, maybe uh, you should build some mana regeneration i'm just saying like that's a consideration yeah. when you're figuring out which yeah. staff base to use. and what's really cool about this is you know what this enables though right twisted nope. heart shenanigans yup you could be like frostbite, twisted yeah, heart. Yeah, okay. You could be twisted heart. Like I think this is uh, definitely yeah. properly powered. Like twisted heart's going to be shaman's best friend with this. Yeah, the twisted heart here, is also warlock's best friend. I think twisted I mean, heart yeah. is also like runemaster's best friend. Runemaster, I think. So we talked about this um, in the video where I was talking about uh, cleaver solution, mm. and I was saying that like. Cleaver Solution, the reason why I rag on Cleaver Solution so much while other items like Twisted Heart I'm fine, completely fine with existing is mainly for the fact that like if I want to get a LP Twisted Heart or like a multiple LP or whatever, it's going to be a journey. It's going to be difficult and it's going to take me time, right? But if I want an LP Cleaver Solution, I have like five in my stash that I have like three LP. Like it mm -hmm. wasn't even that hard, right? So... I think that I like that approach of the rarity bump. And that's why I don't mind Twisted Heart being so strong is because it's like when those items that you look at, like a Headhunter, a Mageblood, a Squire, those kind of items where you just look at and like, wow, this is a really strong skill and really build aroundable, right? Now, of course, do I think uh, Twisted Heart is a little too generic? Probably. Uh, do I think the base type of Twisted Heart is absolutely obscene for Having no percent yes. HP on it? The base yes. type is OP. Like, it doesn't need to be on that base type at all. Like... Something needs to give on that thing, obviously, but like I think I like where it's at for the most part. It just it just gives too much raw stats, obviously, but I think it'll be very interesting to play around uh, this kind of build. And I'll be honest, I'm looking at this gameplay, right, Perry? And this looks like self cast smite, but if it like looked good, <laughs> it kind of it kind of actually looks visually good speaking. It it has the same kind of vibe yeah. as the um, as lightning blast, like lightning lightning blast. Yeah, as and compared sure to cool lightning cool blast, which is one of like one of the first yeah. visuals in the game. The thing is, I'm curious what the ranged uh, the ranged version looks like with this, uh, with the frostbite conversion. I'm hmm. curious. But yeah, the next uh, node, I want to talk about this because I fucking love this node. It, it uh, might be 
crazy strong. But yeah, go ahead. So uh, two-eyed storm. Whenever you expend a storm stack, because remember you're expending storm stacks every second, and if you're over 50 stacks, you'll expend them every single time you gain one. Uh, while dual wielding, you now cast storm bolts at two enemies instead of one. So it, it gives you double the value instead of, you know, well, it's, does it consume two storm stacks or is it? No, it's it's one storm stack per two storm bolts. Yeah. So this significantly improves your clear. And I want I like nodes like this. Now, whenever they say like, oh, we want like spears to be good or we want to have like two handed weapons to be good or we want staves to be good. These are the kind of nodes that I want to see where it completely changes the play style. I don't want to see uh 80% bleed chance while I'm wielding a spear. I want to see range storm bolt with a staff or while I'm dual wielding, I get two because it's thematic because I have two mm -hmm. weapons. I should be able to pop two things and primalist uh, since the eight, since like, you know, since dual wielding was introduced, by the way, it wasn't always in the game, by the way. Uh, ever since dual wielding was introduced, uh, Sham, like Primalist in general, has been a really good dual wield class because it's got enough chunk in general to make up for the fact that dual wielding, like, per, like you know, degrades your defenses. Mm -hmm. But this is definitely a very solid way of giving you a benefit for dual wielding because, like, look, look at this. Like, he's getting so many more, like, storm bolts. It's not even crazy. Like, if you, it actually looks playable. If, as you, if you scroll up and look at the node again, uh, one yeah. thing that I'm very interested to test with this is whether it procs whether it, it does double zap on single target, because it says mm -hmm. you now cast storm bolts at two enemies. Well, it says like, two how... enemies, so I would assume. Yeah, but like, does work. it? Does it? Maybe, yeah. maybe it doubles yeah. your single target damage. Cool. I would it test would it. One hundred percent. It would be cool, but like, I think it's fine if it doesn't. It's mm. like either way. I, just giving us way more ways to clear with like shitty spammy skills like this, right? Oh, I say shitty, but like you get what I mean. Like the the small spammy whammy, you know, things, right? You know, All the, the the meta skills in Last Epoch, the spammy yeah, attack right? speed, cast yeah. speed ones, sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's reasons for that. But yeah, <laughs> I really like this, right? I like notes like this cuz I like dual wielding is like a beast master and if you're playing mm -hmm. like a beast master with like a uh, attack speed scaling, this is going to be nuts to play with. All right, uh you can talk about the next one because perry loves minions, the minion right? one thanks listen yeah perry i loves minions. you asked me what i've been doing recently and i i've been making like this beginner guide thing and i played like the necromancer and the necromancer has like a, some arm like skeleton army stuff and like i've never really liked necromancer but i played a build at your recommendation and you recommended like a wolf beastmaster thing like something mm -hmm. that could be squirrels later on if you got lucky with the helmet drop um it was it was really nice having the like the convocation bringing the wolves with me when i when i uh when i fury leap having like like a bunch of crit nodes all over the place like it felt very easy to get damage on it too like that build mm -hmm. was fun and smooth to play and maybe a meme i played forged weapons as a forge guard like no manifest armor just forged weapons and like that character is only you know level 40 or so but i've been enjoying it it's like it's like a nice play style so uh, the, the minions I don't convoke with you, but like you, you know, generate a bunch of minions. I mean, you could do that later with the first, yeah. the minion. Athletes, the boots. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the reason why you're enjoying it, Perry, versus like other minion builds is so wolves have the ability of when you use swipe to get the spirit wolves, right? Mm. And that's just like a projectile. Well, not a projectile. It's, but a, it's, it a, a, projectile. it's a minion thing. It's like a pseudo projectile yeah. where it like shoots out and like it shotguns things and it like, uh, you know, pierces through them. That helps your clear on that build, right? Mm -hmm. And then you play Forge Minions. Forge Minions recently, uh, they recently updated them. You know, I don't know if you've noticed it, but like they have like this small spinny attack now. 
where they like is that new a bit of a I, I definitely yes, noticed that, that is new okay it was not like that before and that gives them significantly more clear than they had before which makes them a lot more playable the biggest problem with minions and you've probably been burnt by the way just like the title of your notepad it's like it's okay we've all been burnt mm -hmm. but the problem is is like imagine you're starting and you're playing like uh ske summon skeleton and you have this dinky summon skeleton and whenever he attacks anything he has to only hit one target, right? Mm -hmm. Or like he's a very small melee splash or whatever, right? But imagine that, but instead the skeleton every so often he did like a like a kind of like a void cleave kind of attack or something like that, right? He's then all, good, of sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden it feels great. And that's been the problem with minions in general is their AoE. And of course, you know, they can't make them too good at AoE because then, you know, you'd have great single target and great AoE. But things like the forge strike stuff, the things like the you know, the spirit wolf stuff is definitely a good step in the right direction to making them not feel like garbage. So but yeah. Uh, pivoting pivoting <laughs> back real quick to Gathering Storm, the node that we currently yes. have on the screen. This is the last node that we're going to talk about for Gathering Storm because after this, we move on the Tempest Strike. This node, it says, whenever you use a companion ability, you proc all of your stacks. So when I see this, I, I think about being able to use a companion ability while I'm transformed. And I start thinking about like, okay, can I use Gathering Storm or like, can I, can I proc Gathering Storm? Can I gain the stacks while I'm transformed? And then also like use a companion ability by proccing like die, use a companion ability, use a Gathering Storm if I'm a Swarm Blade, or I'm a Werebear and I use Swipe and that procs a companion ability and that procs this thing. And I start thinking about like how all these skills are going to tie together. And like, that is exciting. Cause like, I don't, I don't really love minion builds. There's a couple things we talked about just now, but if I could use a minion to gain access to Gathering Storm, all of a sudden I'm much more excited about that. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And being able to expend it with the companion ability, that's nice because it like kind of, you know, fills into the rest of Primals. And it makes Primals it thematic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like imagine using the teleport on like, um, what is it called? Uh, some, summon Storm Crows, right? And just like moving somewhere. Sure, okay. Doing this. That would feel great. Or using the Bear Taunt. Right, the Baritone is a mm -hmm. good one. Like, there's a lot of good companion abilities. It turns out. We're and they just updated out. all the artwork for the companions again. Yeah, oh, it looks yeah. really it looks good. So good. Love to look. Somebody else is really gonna appreciate that. Okay, let's oh, yeah. let's move on to skill number two. Skill number two is Tempest Strike. You can and explain I, the rework, sir. All right. So I I think you and I are both kind of low on the Tempest Strike rework. And that's because we're more I'm excited about Gathering Storm. Okay. okay, we're I'm going I'm, to try my best to be positive. Got it. Okay, right. so so you and I are both more excited for Gathering Storm and more excited for Healing Hands than we are about this. So Tempest Strike in the past did something, and I literally don't even know what it did. So, okay, Gathering or sorry, uh, Tempest Strike in the past, it the, one of the biggest problems is it scaled with attack speed, but attack speed didn't make you attack any faster. Attack speed made you gain penetration for whatever element you're currently attacking with. So the, the idea of Tempest Strike for a long time is like you attack with a melee attack and you cause these these like, you know, special elemental things to happen. And the appeal of that's very high. Lots of people look at that and say, yeah, I think that's exactly what I want to do. It's like Ellie hit from Path of Exile. Right? Yeah, but or Wild Strike, Wild Strike. But because it never scaled with attack speed, your character always felt clunky. You literally, well, like, yeah. you literally could not make this character not feel clunky. Also, the fantasy of it, right? Like the uh, fantasy is I very good. I can't attack. Well, no, no, no. The fantasy oh. of like, oh, I'm proccing a bunch of stuff. Why don't I proc them faster, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's it's the very the first, first thing, thing you think, think of. of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Tempest Strike in the future will scale the way you expect it to with attack speed. 
Uh, if you scroll down, there's a couple interesting things that go along with it. Um, I guess we could alternate as we go for this. Yeah, but I, can, I can explain it a little bit more. Sure, sure. So the first one, the first one, obviously, given what I've said about Gathering Storm, sounds great. It says, is a Druid's Call? You got that on the screen. When transformed and you use a melee attack, you cast a Tempest that matches the damage type. Awesome. Yeah. Totally love it. Couldn't be better. So if your swipe has lightning on it, like for your werebear, it will done. cast the lightning tempest. Or if, if you're a swarm you, blade, done. Yeah, physical, that'll do a tornado the tornado one. Uh, and then cold one, I think the I think would that be converted to cold? Oh, you can convert serpent strike to cold. Yep, so yeah, yep, yeah, that'll sure work. Yeah. Now, my problem with this is it's a very low chance. Okay. So I'm going to air my grievances now with Tempest Strike before we get into this, okay. The biggest problem I have with this rework, this is the first one, then there's a second you, one. We'll you haven't through. played this, and you haven't seen the full skill tree, so what, what are your problems so far? The biggest problem is specifically, it all depends on the flat damage scaling. So like, for instance, if the Thunder Tempest, the Wind Tempest, and the Frigid Tempest, if they actually scale damage, and they do well with damage, right? then this will be an amazing skill. But the problem is, is if they don't actually have damage, then, you know, because in the past, that was one of the biggest problems with Tempest Strike was like, oh, sure, like you couldn't attack fast, right? But if the Tempest did actual damage, would that have mattered? Not as much, right? It, that's like the biggest problem with this is like, is like, since you're only getting it one third of the time, right? or however much later, right? It needs to do enough damage to make up for the fact that you're only triggering it one third of the time. Mm. So like, for instance, if we look at another skill, <coughs> a gathering storm, uh, every single time I attack, I get a storm stack. So that makes up for the fact if like, you know, uh, you know, storm bolts, they don't, you know, do that much damage, but I can spam a bunch of them, right? Mm -hmm. But if I want to focus on one part of Tempest Strike, right? If I want to disable the other parts, then I don't do it enough, right? So, now, so of course, I, so, I don't know if you have the attunement scaling, by the way. I don't know if you have, like, the same attunement scaling. I don't, I don't the, know if that works. The, uh, the context here that's important is we, wanted, we want good effectiveness of added damage because Tempest Strike has access to, unless this gets changed in the patch notes, Tempest Strike currently has access to a ton of flat damage from affixes. Like the class yeah. affix for Tempest Strike mm -hmm. in your helmet and your body exactly. armor gives you a ton of flat damage. So like yeah. if there's good like percentage of uh you know effectiveness of added damage, then this could be very good. Yeah. So you were complaining about like the one third proc stuff, one per the one third proc stuff. So yeah. also the mana cost, by the way. Uh, that's another reason. Like I mean, if, why does it have a if mana cost? This, yeah, if this costs zero mana, right? And it does more damage than Gathering Storm, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, Gathering Storm. If Gathering Storm has, has a zero mana cost... Well, there's going to be nodes that say you use this thing. Like, are are like, they preserving Tempest Strike as something that you can disable everything and use as a mana generator? They are, right? Uh, no. No? I don't know. I don't know. Because currently, cause that's the most popular thing said, to do with Tempest Strike, is well, a mana they generator. Said that, they said that... They said, I think, that Tempest Strike is no longer going to be the mana generator. It's going to be the mana spender. And the problem okay. is, is we get into this gigantic conversation of how much damage should mana spenders do versus mm -hmm, mana mm -hmm. generators. And the biggest problem, this is a historical problem that we've had in Last Epoch for the longest of time now, where usually skills that cost mana do not do enough for what they do. 
Yeah, right? something something like upheaval versus swipe. Upheaval's a great example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Upheaval is a now upheaval's very close. It's very close. But the thing is, is what 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 happens is they focus too much on like, well, gathering storm, right? It like it only hits like one target or whatever, right? Like every single time it's like a single target focused ability. So it's fine for it to be zero mana cost, right? But they don't realize that like, for the most part, when when mana cost comes into play, it's not for clear, it's for single target. Mm -hmm. When I'm whacking this boss with Tempest Strike and I'm out of mana, but I could just do Gathering Storm and do the same amount of damage instead. Like that's what's going to make my build feel good or awful. Like mm. for instance, uh, if I only cast Tempest Strike every so often and clear, it's not a big problem because the mana cost isn't that high. But y- you know, like that, it ends up like opening the jar of worms. So mm-hmm. that's why having a mana cost versus just have not having a mana cost is such a huge difference. That I hope that like essentially these need to do damage, right? I, it's, that's that's essentially the problem here so and what i don't know if i'm confident enough like that it will we have we have one ahead. more skill to talk about after tempest strike because like and yeah. you and i are both excited for healing hands oh tempest, I'm, I'm insanely so, excited. so tempest strike it you could make it like double proc random stuff you can turn into a totem you yeah. can use it while you're transformed what yeah. what are you excited about to try for tempest strike give what me, give me excited something about for tempest strike let me see here uh like i Mm. Uh. Mm. Uh. So. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, try here. I'm gonna try. All right. So right now we can explain this node. So this is one of the problems with Tempest Strike. By the way, I'm gonna bring it up now. You would assume that uh, since you could turn off the other attacks with the old Tempest Strike, right? Yeah. It's like you have these three attacks now. Yeah. Yeah, like you have a fizz dot, you have a lightning AOE, and like a cold projectile, right? Now, the biggest problem with this kind of thing is we're scaling three different attributes, like three different damage types at once. Like we're even scaling damage over time while also scaling lightning damage. So what is your first thought when you think of this? What is your first thought? Uh, Focus on one damage type. Focus on one damage type, right? And that's the first thing you think of. And that's what everyone would think of. Like, if I could focus on the lightning AOE, if I could focus on the the cold bolt, or I could focus on the tornado, that's instantly what I think of, right? And the problem here is, is these nodes here. This is this is the biggest problem here. Yikes. So come on, these nodes are they don't they don't have to be like the min-max perfect nodes. They look exciting, don't they? They do look exciting, except for one line. One line. What's that? One specific line. Tempest Strike can no longer cast Frigid Tempest. Cool. Right. Oh, it, I'm looking at a different Tempest node. I'm looking. Strike I'm looking has, at the uh, the oh, Tempest yeah. Focus nodes. Oh, not that one. So hold on. Additionally, let me Tempest yeah, Strike has increased attack speed and costs less mana. But there's one line that specifically annoys me. What's that? But it does not remove the cold strike from the combo. So you're now, you're gonna you you will have a melee attack that does nothing, and then you go like yeah. you're like proc proc melee so, attack whiff well, proc proc whiff proc proc whiff. So my question for you is, if you're playing Path of Exile, right? Let's just use this as an example. If you're playing Ellie Hit or you're playing Wild Strike and you use those threshold jewels that turn off the other versions. But you still had to like expand a character motion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Every single time you wanted to attack. And so what this means though. That's a good example. Yeah. Now the problem, what, what happens here, right? Like you can see it here and he's doing it right now. What needs to happen is the tornado right here, right? For Tempest Strike, it needs to be doing enough damage to make up for the fact that he's attacking three times every single time he procs it. Mm-hmm. It needs to do enough damage. Otherwise, it's going to be 
Like, you that's, know, that's, that's, that's valid. It, it's that, that valid. is, that is, Brad, I hear problem, you right? and you are valid. Yeah. Oh, However, boy, oh, oh. <laughs> go ahead. No, go, go ahead. Counterpoint. Um, if it's, if it's like, if it's like attack, attack, skip, attack, attack, skip, first of all, attack speed helps. Second of all, yep. the, the demo that they give in that gift that you currently have on screen is with the ceaseless typhoon node. It says, whenever you yeah. cast the wind tempest, you have a chance to cast tornado. And that sounds chance. That's that's a one in nine chance. That's one in nine attacks on average, Perry. That's literally one in nine attacks. So you could (laughs) you could you could remove you could remove thunder, remove so remove the lightning one, remove the cold one, but then the strikes remain, and then you scroll down to the other nodes, go to Tempest Focus. Yeah. And it says like when you attack with the cold or physical one. Yeah, and you it's expect- like a forty percent. That 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 makes up for it, obviously. And then I you're agree. casting the tornado thing. And the the benefit of that is that tornado is a is a damage that persists instead of just a damage that yeah. happens one time. So I think yeah. there's something there. The tornado synergy, so, honestly, is something that I'm excited for. So, but then my problem becomes now. Now we're getting to this, right? I can do this. I can mm-hmm. do that. Right? Yeah. I can yeah. disable. Right. Then I can do this. Yeah. Right? Now my question is. I still have to spend mana for this skill, right? Even if yeah. I do this. And then tornado costs a lot of mana. And the tornado costs a lot of mana. <laughs> Why would I do any of this when yeah, in I store. could just do, yeah. when I could just do this? Like, it's so dumb. It's so dumb that these two are being shown, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like the problem here. I think that's part of it. Now, you know, maybe, maybe it's fine. I just think that either these need to be 20% more attack speed oh right? that would that would make up for it so that you know or you know delete this part but i think they want the flavor of the combo skill like what's another combo skill that sees no play barry can you think of it can you think of the name multi-strike plus forge strike no go what? again uh it's a rogue void- skill rogues oh dancing strike no go again Cinder strike? Cinder strike. That's a combo skill. Now you tell me, is anyone playing Cinder Strike and having a good Ooh, time? Well, Cinder Strike has zero more damage multipliers. I agree. I agree. Yeah, that, that's literally just an issue of like it doesn't same, have the word damage written on it's it. It's the same, like the, the combo skill playstyle is the same concept, right? If every three strikes I hit with the big cinder strike and it hit like a truck, mm-hmm. then it'd be fine. Right. And it's the same concept here with Tempest strike because cinder strike costs zero mana. So at least has somewhat mm-hmm. of an excuse. Okay. Okay. Damage, I hear you. Right. While this does not have an excuse to not do damage because it costs mana. Cause, cause the problem is a skill is infinitely better if it goes from one mana to zero like yes it, it's not it's not even funny it's so, like because then like you can use it on negative infinite. mana too it's huge it's an infinite like infinitely better right even if like let's say gathering storm does like half the damage that like mm-hmm. tempest strike does right gathering storm will still be preferred because it costs no mana versus mm. tempest strike costing 10 mana and this is the problem it's the same problem with like you know that's the problem right uh so hopefully it does enough damage to get over this fact, right? And if it ends, ends up actually doing enough damage with like the Tempest Focus and all that, you spam a bunch of them, right? And it works. Sure. But the problem is as well, like if you check the notes here, right? You see a problem here? 
Each oh, one of these costs four points. Well, uh, so my recommendation is to specialize around one of them. I think putting four points in each of those. Well, you would get four points in each of those, but it, now but, you, but you could. A, Some yeah, maniac's going to do it, and now, then they're going to complain that the build's bad. Now you have a four point tax, and then now you also have a two point tax because you're removing the other Tempest, right? So you get. We got to wait to see the cost. skill tree. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Be patient. So, I, I know, but still, like like I said, it's not looking good for Tempest Strike, right? Yeah, I agree. It's not with looking you. good for it. All right. And so, yeah. We, you and I, can I say you, a positive thing? You can, can I say a positive thing? Yes. About Tempest Strike? It's not the old Tempest Strike. It looks good. The updated yeah. visuals, very like, nice. I think it'll be great. It, it's, just, it's just this constant rigmarole of like, oh, this is great. It looks cool. Everything's great. But if it does no damage, then who cares? Like, Dancing Strike. Looks cool. It feels cool. It's fun, there, but it just I, does no damage. It's so, it dancing strikes is fine. I guarantee I it's know, fine. I know, I know, but but that's just my point. It's just like it could it could like be the coolest looking skill, coolest feeling skill in the world, but if it does no damage, no one wants to play it, right? Other than like probably Funtler. So we talked about Gathering Storm, and we talked about Tempest Strike. Today we got a brand new. Uh, dev post. So how about let's let's flip over yes. that real quick. This yes. is the po sorry. This is the skill that Paladin has had since the beginning of time. Oh, end of time. Uh, if putting five points into the Paladin skill tree grants you David Harbor, and so that means that you have have access to David Harbor when you are a Forge Guard, when you're Paladin, or even when you're a Void Knight. So can you echo Healing Hands by playing a Void Knight? No, Maybe. because it has to be a void spell. Oh, it does, doesn't it? It only copies a void spell. I forgot about that. Oh, Maybe this void. <gasps> Maybe this void conversion. Ooh, okay. Void so, conversion would be sick. So, so healing hands. It sounds like the most boring skill because it sounds like you're just gonna heal somebody. But it turns out you can turn it into a sky laser from outer space. That sounds pretty good. You can mm -hmm. turn it into something that has a hundred percent chance to proc when you directly use a melee attack. So you could turn your vengeance, like vengeance defensive skill, into something that procs healing hands and deals spell damage in a small AoE. Kind of exciting. What else do we have in this thing? Sorry, I'm kind of trying to catch it's, up. You, I, I want to list everything. Things. I think it looks great. Right. Okay. So we can just we can mm, just mm, talk mm. about the first note here. Go the ahead. Old, you you want to go one it. at a time? Yeah, we can go mm. one at a time. It's exciting. It's so exciting. We're right ahead. Go ahead. You're excited. Go Which ahead. one? Wait, wait. Okay. Uh, uh, fine. We'll go one at a time. We'll go one at a time. Hold on. But let's let's start <laughs> with Cleric's Hammer. Is that what you're hovering over? That is. Yes. Cleric's yes. Hammer. When you directly use a melee attack and hit an enemy, if you put four points in this, 100% chance to cast. Love it. This means that multi-strike, multi-smite, vengeance, writhe, anything where like you're actually like attacking multiple times, could be using this to add spell damage into the character. Something like I Warpath. I enjoy this because it's Warpath hate. It does not work with Warpath. Because it says whenever you directly use a melee attack. And Warpath, you use it once and then you just spin for 45 minutes. Yeah. So Perry's it does not work with Warpath. Warpath hate. You know what's really cool, Perry? This would work with Shield Rush. Uh, if it, you know, wasn't. Well, I guess offline. it would only proc once. Yeah, offline. Offline. It'd be very funny. the echoes and I think about mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so four points into it 100 chance to cast love it so like that means any kind of utility that's in the skill tree you can put it into any build and this is really nice because it, it fixes one of those issues that that multiple classes have had over, had over time where you have like your main damage skill your single target damage skill your movement skill your defensive skill 
And then what's your fifth skill supposed to be? What do you what do you spec into for your fifth skill? If nothing else yeah. is really there. And like sometimes sorcerer feels that way. Sometimes blade dancer yeah. has felt that way. Sometimes sometimes you spec into dark quiver as a marksman, even though you don't really want yeah. dark quiver as a marksman. But like what what can you do in order to like tie the room together? Right now, and this a is a right great now. example. A combo right now that uh, people aren't thinking about is you can use Dawn Charge and Lunge and then use Healing Hands as well. And both of those will keep you topped up very easily by just using Lunge because it will proc off a Lunge. So even if you're playing oh, like a Oh, that's a good build, one. Right? Okay, okay. If you're playing like anything, like it doesn't matter what you're playing as long as you have Lunge on your bar. Because... It could even be an unspec Lunge. It doesn't matter as long as you have Healing. Like you could like literally unspec Lunge and then spec Healing Hands instead. Mm -hmm. which would be great that's, the reason i like the reason i like about this the thing i like about this is right now as it currently stands uh sentinel doesn't have what i would call like uh like not not a reason to play sentinel i'm, I'm like the, like sentinel's really good like it's good it's just not as good as the others but it gives sentinel like one of the perfect abuse cases ever so one of the biggest problems with uh sentinel is crit chance right uh getting crit chance is very annoying on sentinel on crit builds it is but now when you're playing like your rive build or your vengeance build or whatever you could literally spec into uh healing hands to proc whenever using melee attack and keep yourself topped off and then you get to use one of the best items in the entire game, Peak of the Mountain. Because now you don't have to worry about using Leech. You can just focus on using Healing Hands instead. And you get that massive crit chance while not like be like being punished by it. Because now you can just proc Healing Hands whenever you attack. And now, you know, you get the 300% crit chance. Oh, no. Peak's getting nerfed, isn't it? Oh no! I, no, I, no, no, seeing, no 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 no! I'm seeing Perry's. I'm seeing Perry right now. There's no. Uh, there's no way they nerfed no, that. No, I, I just, I, Leech is really strong. Oh yeah, Leech is really strong, but well, this can also be Leech. Good. So Leech we can should look at the be nerfed. Numbers. One moment. So it has heals allies in target area. Oh, and it heals over three seconds, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know that, that's like, a better idea great. than I thought. Yeah. It, that, that's yeah, actually yeah. a better idea than I thought. Let's <laughs> so say Perry, like, like this is great. And remember, if you're attacking as fast as like some of those rival adventures. Yeah. Okay. Attacking, okay. Right. Better idea like, than I thought. Or something. Right. Like you're gonna be healed. Like remember, it has a on like like on cast effect of uh -huh. 100 if you get 500 percent healing effectiveness by the way that's very easy as a mm -hmm. sentinel in general uh that's 500 health every time you swing your weapon Barry. Mm. like that's insane that's instant healing it's just mm. instant healing and i think that this is what i would call like so in arpgs you always have this thing where like you have the base rules right of the game where you quote unquote call playing fair mm -hmm. right and then you have OP things. So, like, for instance, with the Druid, you ignore mana if you're transformed, right? Essentially by just being, you know, transformed. Lich, you get, like, a second life with, uh, you know, Lich Second form. health bar, yep, yep. With Rogue, you have Shadow Daggers. Uh, you know, Necromancer has Dreadshade, which is, like, insane, right? All these things that I would call, like, advantages for existing as that mastery. And now every Sentinel can get access to insane sustain if they're a melee attack build, which mm -hmm. makes melee attack sentinels a lot better because now we, instead of having to focus on like sustain, you can just pop on healing hands, get some healing effectiveness, and you're good to go. We got somebody in Twitch chat live asking it still costs 11 mana, wouldn't that be an issue? So most of the melee attacks, I think all the melee attacks in um in Sentinel have access to mana gained on skill use or mana gained on skill use when you hit an enemy. And their prefixes too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, so so it's, it's class prefixes on your uh, helmet and body armor and then also in the base Sentinel skill tree. So there's probably yeah. 
a way that you can mitigate the meta cost. It sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, it's not not really big of an issue at all, to be honest. Like even mm-hmm. Rive has extra mana gain industry. Like really, like this is just on top of everything else. Now, of course, if you're playing something like Forge Strike, yeah, you delete your mana bar. But, because Forge you know, Strike costs mana. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I'm excited about this note. This note essentially makes like 20 different builds all of a sudden viable. It's, it's really exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally let's, one. Let's note. go to the next thing. Yeah. The next thing is is very similar to similar oh, to something boy. I've been hyped about before. What's the, that? The the fix the fix to Aurelis Smite. It's here. It's finally here. Oh, <laughs> this is what you're reading in Twitch chat? Oh no, like the this node, Searing Light. Oh, oh, dealing damage. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah dealing so damage. If you too. Combine Surprise. With Cleric's hammer. So okay, if you don't know chat, in gen- or uh, viewer if you're watching on twitch uh right now there is a sword called aurelis which is which is funny considering like uh here right but uh it's a sword that casts smite on an enemy like on a rare or a boss whenever you use a multi-strike on them this makes it so that you can use multi-strike as a smite applicator because there's a node inside of it that makes all of your extra swords cast smite instead of using their normal attacks which means you can play like a smite like like smite like melee attack build mm-hmm. the biggest problem with this node is the relis specifically says bosses or rares and the main melee attack of like multi-strike does not trigger the smite mm-hmm. unless you know you're using Aurelis. but that's bosses and rares and it turns out some of the tankiest enemies in the entire game aren't bosses or rares they are profane magic fleshes and they're like um imperial watchers and eh uh, knows about this they intend to change it it's know, on their to-do list. I know, but for now, this fixes the whole problem because now you can spec into healing hands with the cleric node, play multi-strike, multi-smite, and then play searing light to make your multi-smite do actual damage. And that on top of flame burst should be enough to make it deal enough damage to actually be playable. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I, I'm so also excited can, for the next yeah. node. Can we go to the next node? Let's go to the next yes, node. Yes, we can no, talk about node. the next node. Next node. No, wait, no, oh. not that one. Hand, no, oh, this? Oh, 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 the directly cast Directly casting Smite? No, not excited for that. Fine, fine. All fine right. Okay, so you Here can you directly go. cast Smite if you want to. Or right. look at this next node that does something that I've already <laughs> been very excited about. It ties the room together. Say with me, tie the room together. It we have Divine Bolt. Whenever okay, you cast Divine Bolt at nearby enemies when you directly cast Healing Hands and heal yourself on an ally. Divine Bolt is affected by all this stuff. If you're directly casting Divine Bolt and using this as like a source of damage, you're also proccing your Divine Bolts. And then Divine Bolts, even if you're not directly casting your um, your Healing Hands, will use this skill tree and scale damage off it. So we have Divine Bolts that come in from a couple different places, but most notably from the Paladin skill tree itself. It's the base Paladin skill tree. It's like the first, uh, first 50% of it. So like Void Knights and Forge Guards also have access yeah. to it. And all of a sudden, this little proc that never had any support to it all of a sudden we'll get access to like more multipliers and things yeah. that change what it does. It's just like gathering storm and what gathering storm did for shaman and the lightning procs that were kind of random and unsupported in the shaman skill tree. All of a sudden yeah. they're going to be using the lightning proc from gathering storm. And like those so, things, those things being yeah. able to scale you know my the damage. Idols? You know, imagine. the idols that like have a chance to, I, proc, uh, I do idol. know the idols. Those, those actually exist again. Oh, that's the kind of stuff I'm excited for. Actually, Tempest how much of a chance is I it? Sleep. I gotta go look. It's Tempest like 13% strike, chance I'm for two asleep. of them. Yeah. So like when so you use a zero like get up the this, cost kill, right? Yeah. What what yeah. So what's cool, Perry? Mm. 
is you can use a zero cost smite with the self cast node here, right? Go on. With hands of Aurelis, mm. right? Mm. And then you know you get the the the, the AOE, right? Mm. And then mm. you can use the cast uh cast divine bolt when you use a zero cost skill, so mm. you get up to like twenty six percent. And then you also get the divine bolts. Like obviously mm. you're not getting the self cast, but it's from the same tree. Mm -hmm. So whenever you cast cast smite, you get the divine bolts on top of the smite on top of the the thing, which makes a self cast smite build where you just hold right click on smite and shoot out a bunch of healing hands and of course um you know divine bolts that makes that into actually a viable build like ha you self cast self cast uh smites actually looking pretty good now <laughs> having your random procs having the option of scaling your random procs it, it goes from zero to i want to build around this so quickly oh yeah i love it this is so good yep what else is I, here? I just love the I love the self cast animation. I don't know if you see, but like when he self like he self cast, it looks funny. Pew, pew. <laughs> we have with the oh movement skill stuff. Oh no. We have we have new All shield right. rush. Do we care about this? I don't really care about I, this. I care about it because um I care about it because I like this specific thing. It says this does not affect indirect cast of healing hands there's a lot of times where you're specking into a bunch of different skills and like you don't have room on your bar but now you can do the indirect cast like with like the cleric thing while also having healing hands on your bar and it's still useful i like that because uh we don't have enough of that we're like you know you have multi-purpose in the same like skill so like for sure. instance you can do the cleric stuff right with the healing specifically mm -hmm. and then you can also have it as a movement skill at the same time. So not I guess, only does so you could you could have you, the movement skill yeah. and then while you're moving it's shooting out divine bolts because it's a direct cast. Uh I believe so. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, but it, it just gives you like a multi-purpose like way of utilizing mm. it. Also, it's a sentinel skill that doesn't require a target. So like that's good enough as it is, right? It's basically <laughs> shield rush. It's so good. It's it's well, it's a better shield rush because, like, it's like it's a shield rush that can proc it. divine bolts and also well, proc. Smite. You don't channel it either. You don't have to channel it. Look, like you Does just right click and you're there. Yeah, it does right. not okay. say channeling. That's pretty good. That's it's really good, and you can scale cooldown. Like, like this is really good. I like this. But we can talk about the next one. Here you go, Perry. What is the next one? Let's see this. <laughs> Seraph blade. Seraph blade. It's Seraph blade. The, melee, the midi void cleave. It's converted into a melee attack that hits an arc in front of you. It scales with melee damage instead of spell damage. Uh, it still heals you as well as allies in the in the area. I, I mean, is that exciting? It is very exciting, yes, because now we have another spammable melee skill, and it looks like spammable. cleave, but cleave spammable. actually looks okay. okay so it's in a spammable game. melee skill. It counts as a direct cast. Whenever you attack with a direct cast, you can cast divine bolt, and then it's a melee attack, so you can also proc those from the skill tree. Uh. Now hits enemies within its area of effects, applying stuff. Whenever you wait, what what about this? Whenever you directly use a melee attack and hit least one enemy, you have a chance to cast healing hands around the target. Does that mean that your melee attack can proc a melee attack? How does how's that gonna work? Uh, it wouldn't I don't think I don't know actually, to be honest. I don't know how that would work. That would I don't know either. require uh huh. that would require uh uh is that actually how that works? There's no way. Can you there's no way that's how that works. That would be insane if that was how that works. Maybe that, that's a dev. That's a dev. That's a dev comment. Like we'd have to ask the devs. But yeah, like the reason I like this is because um, we have a lot of skills in Sentinel in general that are just like I hit one enemy and I hit one enemy, like vengeance and stuff mm. like that. Vengeance. Now we have, things. 
an actual cleave that isn't on a cooldown. So like, it, so the the gift that you're showing there, it it does yeah. look like it's slow base attack. It is kind of slow. Yeah, it, it does look kind of slow. But obviously, you know, that's without attack speed scaling and stuff like that. And the main thing is it just has an AOE. Like, I'm tired of playing, like, melee skills that have, like, very small AoEs. This is actually a decent AoE. I know, I know. like, we just got raided by Crouching Tuna, and Crouching Tuna plays a lot of Path of, uh, Path of Exile. And if you saw this in Path of Exile, you'd be like, oh, I'm out next. But in Last Epoch, it turns out this is somewhat acceptable of a melee area. Yeah, this, this is probably, like, base area, and base attack speed. You can get a special. lot of area effect as well. Like, you that's fine. You can your weapon and stuff. But yeah, it's like it's somewhat okay, somewhat okay. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay. I don't mind that. it. We'll, so we'll that's, that's Seraph Blade. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think this last node is going to be like a fan favorite because it turns yeah. you into a diamond matron, and like well, turning turns into the into thing that you hate most sounds great. I, I thought it turns you into Adele, you know. What? Wait, why? Because the name Skyfall. Yeah. What, you didn't watch that James Bond movie? No. I love James Bond. What? I'm sorry. You didn't watch it? Uh, oh my no, god. I'm sorry. We're, we're firing Perry. Perry's uh, getting fired. Somebody That's else said to that do. too. Yeah. I don't know. All right. All so right. we have a we have a sky beam. You so you channel this thing and it brings down like a fire damage over time laser from outer space. Yeah. And it looks like Diamond Matron. It also looks like it follows your cursor if you it wiggle your mouse your around. Cursor, yes. So it looks so, awesome. You know, uh you know that video you made where it's like sweet builds where you're just like, these are the kind of builds that like people see and like, yeah, and yeah. just like instantly. I want to play that. This is why I play. This is, this is that. You this think so? Exactly just that. big ass yes. laser. Get him. Oh yeah. This is, this is the kind of thing that like someone sees and are just like, I want to play this right now. And, um, it should be fine. Uh, obviously we don't have that damage effectiveness. That's the most important mm -hmm. part of this, but like the mana cost doesn't seem that bad. Like, like it doesn't seem that bad at all. Like well, it's it's eight plus seven mana per second, right? So the so you can either do the sky beam, but it says cast per second, right? Uh, four cast per second, and if we go up here, right, and we look at uh, this here, searing light as well. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say that it wouldn't work with that. So it's a two hundred percent added damage effect of this hit, right? And it's cast four times per second without right. using you know your cast speed. Turns out this is just Ellie Nova. Like, yeah, I was going like to say, this sounds a lot like Ellie Nova. Yeah. Like, Ellie Nova is one of the strongest things you could do in the game for a yeah. long time. Exactly. Mm. So, like, even this version is good enough. So, like, you don't even have to have Skyfall to be good. It's like, it's like Ellie Nova, but you also have access to Volatile Reversal. Oh, yeah, that is, Ooh, I mean, that, wait. that is a reason to use Skyfall as Volatile Reversal. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. You know, Everyone's least there. favorite skill that triples your damage, Volatile Reversal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be really good. Oh, uh, Judd said during the dev stream today, Shadow Dagger, twenty four percent damage nerf. So what you're saying is everyone's still going to play Shadow Dagger. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. The Orbis is gonna take <laughs> an extra second. Ah, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, like Sorry when you have when that. you have infinite damage and you've removed twenty four percent of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Shadow yeah. Dagger is getting nerfed. So, so yeah, you you uh, know about the squirrel thing, right? I told you about that. I know about the squirrel thing. Let me let me talk Twitch chat about this as thing, well. I like the squirrel thing because like it makes the the lightning helmet look much better. I think, right, right. In general, in we comparison, continue. yeah, I'm I'm excited yeah. to try the lightning helmet. I think it's gonna be good. But there's a there's a funny joke about the squirrel helmet. With the squirrel helmet, it's it's like it's OP. Everyone knows the squirrel build. It's funny. It's strong. Fifteen of them can block a god, but. So the squirrel helmet has this line of text on it that says, uh, your squirrels deal 45% less damage. 
And the idea is you have your wolves and then you double your number of wolves, but they deal like half as much damage. So that's supposed to be the trade-off. But of course, the helmet has a lot of other text on it too. It turns out the line of text that says 45% less damage has never worked. So every squirrel build has always been doing twice as much damage as it's supposed to. And Which to me, thing is, it's just like hilarious. Even, I love that. Even 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 if like they nerf it, right? It's still going to be really strong. It, and yes, and it's exactly what you just said about um, Shadow Daggers too, right? Yeah. Like if you have the best skill in the game, you take off 24% damage or 50% damage. It's still really good. I think, it's still I think what this will do though is it will at least make the the lightning helmet comparable. Yeah, yeah, like, totally now agree. With I you. can play a wolf build and not be laughed at by the majority of the community mm-hmm, again, mm-hmm. because it's like, oh my god, like why don't you just play squirrels? I'm like, mm. well, now now there's actually a downside to it. Thank God. Oh my god, thank God. <laughs> Non-infinite <laughs> damage. I thought that was I thought that was intended too, right? Like the just the 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 double damage. I thought it was just intended. That was just. I was just, they, they were just doing that. And I was just like, oh, you know, it makes a lot more sense that they're bugged. Someone, no. someone, in, someone in chat just said, don't underestimate the psychological effect of the nerf. It, it's funny. Another one of the video games that I play is Marvel Snap. It's a card game, phone, yeah. mobile game kind of thing. And in their patch notes, they, they talk about this all the time. They just like remove, you know, something has like 15 power and they remove it from 15, like down to 14 power. Yeah. And they're like, oh, like we, we expect the card to perform at the exact same rate. But we're nerfing it by one so that it has a psychological impact so that the play rate goes down so it's not as dominant in meta. And it's like, well, I think the perfect example yeah. is the, the perfect example here, I think, for this. And thankfully, we've been rated by a bunch of PoE people today. So we have a bunch of PoE people in chat. Ooh. So they can uh, definitely corroborate my uh, like uh, my sentence here is that. Turns out, uh, let's say like, oh, I'm doing this OP thing in Path of Exile. People forget it in like a week. But oh, like absolutely. people's attention spans are like, like for instance, oh, I broke the economy by beast farming. And then like the sanctions are back to the same price in a week, right? Yeah. After like being crazy for a little or, bit. Or like, even like, even like one patch later, like if, if something doesn't get buffed or nerfed, yeah. it's like, well, it, it's still crazy strong. Like the the, t- but the nobody wants to titles play. about like a week or two from now is going to be like, squirrels are still insane. Yep. yep. Or something like that. And it's like, Oh no, they nerfed it by a smidge. Now everyone forgot about it. And like, well, it's still really strong. Like people still do it. Probably like, still one of the best builds in the game. Yeah. Like yeah. in the Shadow Daggers thing is probably gonna be the same case. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't see any reason why. Like all, all the all the like beginner build like so my my beginner video that I haven't put out yet where yet because I'm still working on it is the same as everyone else's, and we're all recommending Shadow Daggers. Um yeah, Shadow Daggers are still going to be totally fine. So it turns out when you automatically crit, this is a very strong ability in last oh. currently, because getting to cap crit is very, very hard for a lot of builds. And just being able to cap crit without ex- without any effort means that you can focus all of those. Uh, like the thing is, it's like Shadow Daggers does about as much damage as a lot of other things do. I know it's crazy to say that. The problem is, is it's the opportunity cost. So, like, for instance, I can do this much damage with Shadow Daggers while also being a rogue with, like, infinite EHP. Mm. You know, that's that's the problem. Like, if it just had, like, I don't know, like a, I don't know, like 50% just blanket chance to crit and then yeah. you had to, like, fill out the rest of the 50%. You know, you know it's funny that you talk about that. There's such a clean example to describe exactly what you're talking about. And that's the mm-hmm. daggers that you get, like, around, like, 20, level 25, level 28, the Chris. And, like, yeah. if, if your crit chance weren't automatically 100, you would have to use a dagger that had crit chance on it or something, but instead yeah. you get to use the Chris, which instead of having a crit chance implicit, it has 80 the, crit multi. 
Remember, they nerfed Flame Reeve. Remember Flame Reeve uh, Fire Yeah, yeah, the, the of auto this. crit off it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you had to actually invest into crit as a Blade Dancer, like, oh my God, like it would actually, mm. you know, somewhat be a little bit balanced, a little bit, obviously. But So, know. so we it, have, <laughs> we have Gathering Storm. Just bear with me for a moment. Gathering Storm is going to have a lightning proc in it. And then the lightning proc can be accessed by other skills and the mastery itself for Shaman, right? Also, Healing Hands is going to have Divine Bolt in it. And Divine Bolt can be accessed from other skills and also for the mastery, right? Yeah. What if Shadow Cascade had the skill tree for Shadow Daggers embedded in it? And then you'd spec into Shadow Cascade as like your fourth or fifth skill. And like, you're not, maybe you're not using Shadow Cascade, but it's there because it gives you access to the Shadow Dagger skill. And like that's where you're scaling stuff. It, All, it's like it's like a little bit more interesting, isn't right? going to fix it, yeah. A small nerf isn't... Well, I mean, it's funny. So I remember... I, I don't know if you remember this, but the first time that Shadow Daggers came up as a discussion is we were talking with it with Mike, and Mike said that, like, well, Shadow Daggers is supposed to be, like, this sm small side thing, kind of like, I don't know, I'm trying to think, like, a small thing. Like, you can build around parry. Like, like not like Divine Bolt, but, like, something smaller. Like, a small little proc. Like... <sighs> It's supposed to be like a miscellaneous thing. It's not supposed to be all your damage. It's supposed to be like a supplement, right? It's supposed to be a thing that happens every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like which fire? That's according to the devs. Yes. Yep. Right. Yeah. That's, but then it's like, well, but it's literally like warping the entire meta around it right now. It's mm -hmm. like, well, what? Like it's going to have and to. And like... has for a while. <laughs> and it fell off, right? Like Shadow Daggers fell off when they like, like nerfed the application oh, rate actually, and they nerfed smoke spark bomb. charges. Oh my God. Spark charges are a much better, like, oh my God. That's a, that's an amazing example. Of, we like, love spark uh, charges. Chat, like we, small, we, we stand like, spark a charges. Side thing. A side thing that isn't so overpowered that like the entire class isn't built around it. Like spark charges are really good, but you also have to use the offhand to make it good. You have to like invest into intelligence. You have to get your base crit up because you're not using a catalyst. While shadow daggers just exists. So. Loves. <laughs> so like that. That's a perfect example of like like the difference here, right? I I made I made a video talking about the uh, the new shadow daggers, which is gathering mm -hmm. storm. And in it, I also mentioned um, Void Rifts. And Void Rifts are yes. another thing. Like in, in Void Knight, there's lots of little skills. I mentioned like Void Rift this, Void Rift that. And none of those nodes from one skill affect the Void Rifts created in a different skill. And like, what if what if they did? Well, you know? they would have to nerf Volatile Reversal first. That's the first thing. Sure. And like, it should be nerfed because it triples your damage. <laughs> I agree. But like, I that's, agree. that's another but that's great the, that's example. That's the first thing that would have to happen. <laughs> it's, it's another great example of just like this, like this skill Man, or like this, this theme, right? Like, like Shadow Daggers is a theme. Gathering Storm, like, Lightning Procs are a theme. So... Spark Charges are a theme. Volatile is a theme. Void Rifts are a theme. Like, it'd be nice if I could invest in that. I would love to see that like, in the game. Yeah. It was like, Perry, you gotta, you gotta calm down there for a second. Think for a second. Volatile reversal with two void rifts, right? You apply the buffs and they stack. Imagine if you could proc a bunch of void rifts. Do you think that they wouldn't stack? Listen, buddy. <laughs> They'd have to fix that first, obviously. Nobody uses volatile reversal. Every time that I talk about volatile reversal, people tell me how much they hate that skill. I know. Trust me, it's it's one of my main comments I get all the time. What can I use instead of this? I think what Nothing. I like about these new skills that I'm seeing with like Tempest Drake you know, with a uh, gathering storm uh -huh. and healing hands is it's fixing part of the problem that I see a lot of people complain about constantly. And it's the lack of like one button builds per se. Hmm. So like, for instance, if you're playing like a smite build, like a self-cast smite build, right? And then uh, I'm trying to find it. Where is it again? If you're playing like a self-cast smite build and you're triggering 
you know, you're a healing hand. And then that healing hand is also like triggering uh, divine bolts when you use like the zero mana cost thing, right? Then all of a sudden your smite build doesn't feel like as though, like you have like two skill slots, right? But mm-hmm. it feels like as though you have like like three or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And that makes it feel much better. The single target would be much better and stuff like that, right? And then with like Gathering Storm, same thing, right? Like you can tr- tr- proc multiple things and a lot of it with like the new... uh the new Rune Master stuff fits that too, right? Where like it doesn't feel like as though I have to press all five buttons constantly to do damage. Now mm-hmm. I can press like I can press one big skill. Like for instance, I'm playing like Mana Strike with the Spark Charge, with the Frost Claw and the Lightning Blast procs, all that, right? Now I don't have to press all these buttons to make my build around it. Now, of course, I have to like change how I build around it and like invest more into it. But now I don't have to like play a build that uses all five of the skills on his bar, right? And this is definitely th- that direction with these skills, right? With the do skills with the like, healing hands and all that, right? But yeah, so we've been we've been talking about Gathering Storm, which we're both high on. Tempest Strike, we're both a little bit. We're not as excited for Tempest Strike. Uh, and then Healing Hands, which has both of us pogging out, which is like we love this thing. We are we're over an hour for the podcast here. Are there any closing mm-hmm. thoughts that you want to share <laughs> for these three skills? Things that you're looking for in the skill tree, uh, maybe unique items that your your brain is imagining, like, oh. hey, maybe this unique item exists. What else is on your mind about these three skills? Here? What else is on my mind? One moment here. This is on my mind. <sighs> All I, right, I gotta so, watch some of his movies. I don't watch many movies. So, so, what, so what, what's that? So the helmet next to him, though, right? Yeah, that's so he's he's got a unique item that he's adding to the game. Is it going to be like a unique warlock helmet? Yeah, is it coming in 1.0? There's no way that they would talk about this if they weren't adding it for 1.0. And it looks like a warlock unique. It does look like a warlock helmet. David Harbor, like a warlock boy. He's a warlock boy. That's what it looks like. Yeah, let's go. He's going to be cursing anything. Team warlock. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, chat. Before we end today. Uh, apparently we have a bet going that if I reach 20k subs on YouTube before 1.0, I will league start healing hands instead of the Falconer. So that just sounds like a good time. What? Uh, I mean, they wanted me to go healing hands forge guard, which would have been an awful time, but I'm just going to play. I'll play healing hands. What's what's the percent chance that the patch notes have like a random ass buff for forge guard? Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it it non-zero? Uh, they, they, like, the thing is, it's like three pages. There's at least got to be one thing there, right? Like, obviously, in like the three pages of Shadow Dagger buffs, they got to have at least a little blurb about Forge Guard, right? 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 Surely. I mean, this is a huge buff to Forge Guard in general, okay? Like, what is is? the healing hand thing? Okay. Because there's a lot of Forge Guard builds that, like, Right now, like for instance, the the like for instance, if you use multi strike or whatever yeah. to spawn your weapons. Yeah, now yeah. you don't have to invest five thousand billion affixes to build health regen. Now you just do this, and then all of a sudden, all of your sustain issues are out. That does window. sound nice. Okay, okay. Yeah, like that fixes so, a lot of problems. You're also healing your minions too. By the way, this is a non. You know, that's like, actually a really a good decent, call. This is a decent amount of healing for your minions. Yes. Yeah, okay. Huh. Oh, oh, wait, there's less upfront healing for direct cast, by the way. So you're only healing that, for like it, 40. I mean, yeah, that's it's still fine. It's like mm-hmm. 200 per cast. It's like whatever, who cares, right? But yeah, still. Yeah. But also reduction in mana cost for Forge Strike. Mm. I don't know. After seeing Tempest Strike mana cost, it seems like so they really like mana. <laughs> I love it. These, these two and a half skills really get me excited. 
I'm Dude, glad. Man. I'm glad that there's at least one thing for Kemp to strike that I'm excited. Thing, it's a tornado but, thing. I'm, I'm unironically so excited to try that. It looks fun. The thing is, the difference is, okay, is now when I look at Tempest Strike, I don't like convulse in agony. Yes, okay? there you I go. I look at it and I'm like, oh, maybe a noob accidentally picks this up and all of a sudden he has like maybe 10 to 15% less worse of a time than uh -huh. if he chose something else, right? That is so much better than I played Tempest Strike and I quit the game. Here's my Reddit post. Like, What, what are, so what are the last couple skills? That you just don't want someone to use as a main source of damage. There's like this acid flask, acid flask, uh, cinder strike, cinder strike. Uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of rogue it? skills right off the bat. Uh, Black hole, javelin, sun. javelin. Like, the, oh, non, like like throwing damage, javelin. Trail. Yeah, actual throwing damage, javelin. Mm. Yeah. Like there, there's yeah that that that's definitely it. Shield bash. It's weird that shield bash is a skill. I, I mean, like, we just saw it like help judgment deal like thirty one million crit, like thirty two million crits on the yeah, dummy. but like it, it's so it's old. It does utility. like one thing. I think the problem is it's just how binary stun is right now. Yeah, so, like it's either really OP or it's really bad. So they couldn't afford to make shield bash better because like you know like how OP stun is right now. So it's just like they have to fix that before they fix shield bash. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Multi-strike? Multi-strike 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 with this stuff is going to be much better now because you don't need Aurelis to league start multi-strike anymore. You can just do the smite nodes, right? With uh, even with, even like melee crit multi-strike is fine. Val upheaval chat upheaval's fine. Upheaval's like not as bad as those other skills. I mean, are. Yeah, upheaval, yeah. Up I, I, I I can look at upheaval and think of like a billion builds. I I, I cannot do that same for a tempest strike. Now, like I said, we'll try tempest strike, we'll try to spam attacks. Hopefully, uh like, look at his attack speed there. His attack speed looks pretty okay. I think, like I said, if this was like, if it's this good in endgame, if it looks that well and you don't have to invest that much of attack speed into it, it might be fine. But like, look at the duration of those tempests, right? Like, if we look closer here, like, let's pay attention. So he's always kind of short. Like, the tornado's got good duration prod. on it. Yeah. Now the lightning thing I think is cool because like it's an AOE around you, and then the 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 bolt is like okay, mm. right? But like this specific one, it's just like kind of mid in comparison, right? Maybe Although, maybe there's like duration the animation, nodes on by it. the way. That's great. maybe there's the duration nodes great. on it. Okay, that would be I great think if there was. I think we've said what we've uh, what we need to say here. We're yeah, waiting for we're patch notes on February nineteenth. That'll be two days before one So we don't have skill trees yet. We're gonna get unique items, unique items, class affixes, and idols. I believe unique are items coming made on by uh, celebrities as well. Uh, celebrity unique items coming on Sunday. That'll be good. And then patch notes on Monday. Remember Tuesday, all the servers are gonna go down, so you won't be able to play online on Tuesday. So you have to do something else with your time, like play offline, or play perhaps. Offline. Play offline. Yeah. Okay. And then for 1.0, we have February 21st on 11 a is 11 a.m. CST, so noon EST if you're in my time on the East Coast here. And then remember, there are Twitch drops that will be active as well. Twitch drops begin on the 22nd, so one day after launch, and they'll be going for about two weeks after that. And there's a lot of streams who are participating in Twitch drops. There's hundred, literally hundreds of streams will be doing Twitch drops. So you should get some, uh, some you free just watch MTX. like the one that doesn't have it for some reason. That would suck. No, not that one person who doesn't have it. 24-hour stream. Yeah, maybe 24-hour stream if I can have someone else take care of the baby instead. That said, let's call it quits here for the day. Dread, thank you so much for spending your evening with me. Thank you for squandering another hour of your time. Hey, hey, just before we go, chat, I want a performance review now. 
now that it seems like so like I'm on the edge of getting fired for my negativity. Was I better this patch? I mean this this podcast, I mean. Can you stop being such a Debbie Downer? I'm not trying I, to be a I Debbie Downer. I heard how you treated Sir Gog. You're what, trying what you to yeah, make yeah. other people yeah. down on Last Epoch. Why yeah. why do you do that? Why do you bother yeah. making videos for literal years on a game that you hate? Dread, why do you do that, Dread? I mean, I know people that are like that, but like, God. <laughs> it's just, just yeah, ask right. anybody who plays League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. I, I think that'll be it for today. Sounds good. All right. That's episode 40. We'll be back probably next week talking about more stuff. We'll have like we'll have like three days of playing 1.0, then we'll have another podcast at that point. Yeah. All right. We're going to close the stream. <laughs> cool. Wait, what do you mean close the stream? Well, no, I'm not close the stream. Sorry. Close whatever this is. You have uh, zoomed in on the screen here. Yeah. All right. Close the podcast. YouTube and Spotify. We'll see you next time. Have a good one.